so everything is popping. I got skin to spin on the head. So let the game Welcome back. Begin. Ball don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Yeah, man. I think this is one of the first Ice Cube songs you played for the Midweek Movie Music. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. Look, and I, and I hate to tell people, there's not as much hip hop on this uh, midweek move music because they didn't really censor versions of a lot of these songs. Oh, so yes. we we're playing the ones that have clean yeah. cuts. Friday is the featured film of midweek movie music. Harge got it on the uh, the first uh, selection that was played from the soundtrack. So my man Patrick always plays sounds from a soundtrack, and based on these selections, we gather clues and hints that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. And today it was the movie Friday. It is the uh, anniversary this week. That came out today. Actually, came uh, out, how yeah. many years ago? Twenty eight, I believe, in ninety five. That my makes me feel old. I know. God, that's crazy. I can't I know, that, that's that one that when you say, if you don't know if your wife watched it, you're like, well, if you do the math, then <laughs> she didn't watch it in theaters. Right. I can tell you that much. <laughs> no, I did not see Friday in theaters. No, I was right. 11. As I said, no, when it went up, I was, I was old. I was probably I was old at the see opening. It. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, gee. Oh, Throw gee. up in the air. We don't care. I would have to sneak in. I would have been sneaking into a Friday movie yeah. if I did see this. It would have been me I was also in. a young white kid, so I don't know if it was on my radar as much. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Good point. At That's 11 fair. years old, I don't know if yeah. I was like, what's Ice Cube doing today, guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you probably were a big fan of Ice Cube from, uh, well, actually, if you were 11 then, there's no way you remember Boys in the Hood at the time. No. Yeah. No, but I could have been a Chris Tucker fan. Yeah, uh, that is true. Chris could Tucker have been had a Chris fan. Tucker. Fan. As at one point, Chris Tucker was the funniest man on the planet. Yeah, he was. I think that's like a, that's like a, it's like a fleeting yeah. title. That's like being the funniest. That's like being the fastest man on the planet or woman. You only have that title for so long, and then eventually you're going to lose that title. Your name will be I once was. Yes, because somebody's well, going to come up that's just funny. It's just the reality of it. But at one point, I think you could you could make the case he was like the funniest guy on the planet. He had his run of movies, and he was yep. his. The rush hours were, were great. The rush hours were great. You probably can't make them today because they're just not politically correct enough. But they, aren't they making another rush hour? I think. They yeah, are probably. They are. They are. It's not going to be as good though, right? We're too. Well, if we're if we're saying the number four and it's twenty something years off the original, <laughs> I I don't care if it's about uh about culturally <laughs> correct. No, no. My guess would be no. No, it's, well, we talked about how all time great comedies they lose their comedic potency, if you will, uh, the deeper you go into the sequels. And yeah, there's no question that Rush Hour. The beauty of it was that a lot of the uh, the the chemistry between uh, you know Chris Tucker and oh, what is his name now? Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. And yeah. they they threw a lot of uh, cultural kind of references in there, exactly. taking shots at each other, and that's what made it funny. These days, somebody gonna get canceled and somebody gonna get upset about mm-hmm. it. Guarantee you over it. Uh, and then, what, what happened to Chris Tucker? Why did he go away for for a while? He probably got tired of the mess too. And, you know, just like Dave Chappelle, sometimes you just need to walk away to make people really understand. You know what I think it is about comedians, why they have, why they disappear for a while after they, like, hit their peak? I do think there's a lot of pressure with being, being the funny guy or gal and someone always looking at you and expecting you as your profession to make them laugh. Yeah. And and you always have to make them laugh. Like they never take yeah. you. So even the day special, always like, man, everywhere I go, um, I'm a funny guy. Tell me a joke. But I don't always want to be funny. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. I don't always yeah. want to be funny. And people laugh at stuff that I don't even mean to be funny anymore. It's like almost drives you insane. Where it's like, okay, everybody around me is just laughing at me. Are they laughing at me or yeah. laughing with me yeah. or what? What is this? Am that I the joke sense. or am I making the jokes? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a freaking and then, thing. And then people just being mad at you for. 
you're like having dinner and then you're like, oh, nice to meet you. And they're like, you ain't funny. You're like, yeah. what? I'm having dinner. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I ain't trying to be funny. Why? Yeah. Are you good mad point. at me now? Yeah, good point. Like, they don't even Was like your, your style of comedy. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure it's something uh, along those lines. Anyway, let's get to it here, gentlemen. Uh, nothing funny about the draft stock of one B. John Robinson because it is rising fast. At, at first, everybody was like, he's going to be a first-round pick. Don't worry about it. Uh, then it was like, well, he's going to be drafted in the first, the top 15. I remember saying early on, teams want to trade for B. John Robinson. It might be a trade down, maybe a trade up. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll end up being drafted by a team that trades for him. Uh, but right now, there's buzz that he may even go in the top 10. And that has been something, uh, uh, if you look at the draft boards, I believe Matt, um, sorry, not Matt Miller, Todd McShay, he just released his overall big board, and that's just a ranking of the top players overall in the draft. He's got, if you go look at it right now, Todd McShay has got Bijan Robinson number two overall on his big board. Number mm-hmm. two player in the draft yep. on his big board overall, which is, like I guess that, that's that's unbelievable for mm-hmm. him, to be, to him to be considered that high. I also saw um, Matt Miller had in his top ten of his big board, so he's getting a lot of love as well. He should, he deserves it. He's a legendary lifetime Longhorn, so he's making the rounds, getting ready for the draft. And he was on NFL Network and on NFL Live. Uh, the first cut is is him on NFL Network with Andrew Siciliano, I believe is his name, and he was asking Bijan about his visits, who he's visited with, and who has really stood out to him among those teams he's visited with. Cowboys fans, I'm sorry that you have to hear this. A little tough to stomach. Here's B. John Robinson when being asked about the teams that he's had a chance to visit with. Did you get a good feel? Get a good. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, for for both teams that I visited, like with the Eagles, it was it was an amazing visit. Um, Coaches to GM to the the janitor, the the staff. I mean, everybody there was just amazing, Um, and just even me just building those relationships. Uh, throughout the draft process, you know, with those guys, it's been it's been awesome. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, every team that I talked to has been it's been amazing, and I think that you know now I'm just really excited to see like where I'm going to end up uh, in these next couple of days. The other visit was Tampa. Uh, let's throw the Falcons question out there. We had one guy up there saying you, Chad Ryder, could go to the Falcons at eight. That one seems to be gaining some late momentum. Bijan, do you feel that? Do you feel that at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Even the Falcons, like, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great organization, uh, you know, great coaches. You know, I, I had a chance to meet with them as well, uh, and it was, it was an awesome meeting. So I, I kind of see where that's going in, uh, and that, where that's headed at. But obviously, like, like I said, like, we, for me, we just don't know. Uh, you know, we can have a surprise or, or we can, you know, anything can happen. But I, I just know that, you know, God's going to put me in the right, right team, right position, and it's going to be fun wherever I'm at. All right. Uh, he was asked about teams that we feel something. He birthed them Eagles. He talked about the other teams too. But he yeah, birthed the know. Eagles, Arch. You're yeah. a Cowboys fan, and I, I, I brought this up earlier. I love Bijan Robinson. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but on the outside looking in, you are a Cowboys fan, but also a Longhorn fan. Yep. Die hard, right? Yep. Bleeding the burnt orange. Love it. And you love that means you love Bijan, and you want what's best for Bijan. Can we all agree? Bijan being drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles with the best offensive line in the league, 2,000 yard receivers, a quarterback right now that's the highest paid quarterback annually in the league. Can we all agree that would be best for him? Also, a team coming off a Super Bowl that would probably be contending for another Super Bowl. 
Uh, that would be best for Bijan. Uh, other than Kansas City, maybe he's not even. That's not even, there's no chance uh, in he double hockey sticks that he ends up in Kansas City. Other than Kansas City, I don't think there's a better team or a better possible situation for Bijan for his career path than going to the Eagles. But the Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena Williams, Sass, Cardi B, Sass, Megan the Stallion, Sass, but is we also agree that would be really bad for the Cowboys. Be great for Bijan, bad for Cowboys. So you as a Cowboys fan, are you willing now to support Bijan as a Longhorn fan, as Cowboys fan, even if he becomes a Philadelphia Eagle, even though you know it would be to the detriment of your own Cowboys? In the words of the great man that I've seen on Twitter a lot, Hell to the no no. <laughs> Hell to the no no. I wish Bijan great days. I wish him great days on Tuesday, uh, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Some Thursdays. I was going to say. Friday nights, more like <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Have at it, bruh. You'll be a longhorn. People will be honoring you. They'll be hmm. waving at you, throwing you the hookums. But if you're an eagle, can't do nothing with you, man. Wow. Can't do it. Gonna Won't do it. You're going to abandon your Bijan Robinson Peace. Legions. I'm not like my son. I'm not going to just follow him <laughs> unless he goes to Atlanta, Arizona. Anywhere other than any, Eagles. Anywhere other than – I don't even want him in New York. Okay. I don't want him there either. Yeah. But you don't want him in division. I don't want him in division. You don't want him in division. But I wish him nothing but the best. That's a great young man. Just listening to him and seeing him grow since the day he got here and keeping the same even keel is something to behold. But I be doggone <laughs> if I'm going to sit here and cheer for him going for 2,000 yards, Two rushing and receiving because they going to use him. Oh, they going to use it. With Jalen Hurts, them Come running on, the, 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 the zone read read option back there. Oh, that, that is a problem. That'd be unfair. That I mean, really would be. Yeah, I can't do it, bro. Uh, I, I understand. can't do it. I understand. I know I, 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 get, I get the conundrum. I'll cheer for him if yeah. it was the Texans. If the Texans say, you know what, we taking him at number two, man, I'll be all about that. I'll be clapping it up. I'll even go to the game. <laughs> I'll even go down there and watch him. Not doing it if he's an eagle. All right, Rod. Wait, if he were to if he were to end up on the Colts, Titans, Jaguars, would you have any animosity, or would you just be like, yeah, I don't care that much about the Texans? Like, uh, you no, I'd root for him because I mean, the Texans, the Cowboys are actually trying to contend for a Super yeah. Bowl this year. They really are. Yeah. So that actually legitimately is going to hurt the Cowboys' chance yeah, of winning of the title. Bijan in the division of the Texans, the Texans aren't winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> and they're not even close to winning the title. So I actually now if they were in a position where the Cowboys are, I would I probably wouldn't root for Bijan. I'd probably be Okay. Uh, you know, I'd probably be staunchly loyal to the brand of the Texans because hey man, we're, we're winning a title. The Texans aren't gonna contend for a title for the next five years. Yeah. D'Amico yeah. Ryan's might not even be there by the time they contend for a title. No. I can tell you Nick Casario probably won't, but Nick exactly. Nick, the whole regime might be gone by the time they contend for a title. So That's right. Yeah. Bijan, hey man, bring some joy to to my heart and run and run down the throat of the Texans, which I know you can do. No Bijan Musterson on my sandwich. Nope. They're gonna not put it on Philly it. cheese steaks, baby. Nope, not doing it. How about it. that Bijan Musterson on them Philly cheese Go steaks? Go ahead, put it on there. Put it on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want it just because I don't want to have to like even not being a Cowboys fan, I don't root for the Eagles. That's the a Philadelphia good move, man. fans are generally awful fans They're to awful see. Fans. So I don't even want to see 
I don't want to root for with Philadelphia fans. And that yes. be, wouldn't that be the irony of the nicest guy possibly coming out in the draft is going to end up with the meanest fan base oh, in the NFL? They're going to they're they're ruin poor Bijan. <laughs> they're going to ruin Bijan. Yeah. He's going to come along. Hey, Jerry, Jerry, you got to trade up, Jerry. Yep. Uh, there's to that point. James Palmer of the NFL Network said early this week he's spoken with with executives around the league uh, about the uh, possibility of uh, B. John Robinson falling to the Eagles. And he said, quote, I'll just say this. A couple of NFC teams I talked to this weekend do not, that's an all caps, by the way, do not want the Eagles to draft B. John Robinson. <laughs> they believe that it will make this offense beyond scary. Peter King echoed a very similar uh, sentiment that he believes Bijan going to the Eagles would make them the most unstoppable offense in the NFL. Wow. And we have no more sound, Harsh, oh, oh. for you to Great, Rod. stomach. <laughs> I, I, this is just this is stuff that's out. This is Bijan making the rounds. We, there's nobody's fabricating this or you know trying. It's coming I, from it's coming from the horse's mouth. And I don't think they're leading questions, by the way, either. The first Damn. one was, well, have you felt anything with any of these teams? He brought up the Eagles. And this time, he's asked by Dan Orlovsky. Oh, you know what? Dan Orlovsky has a question here. Here's yeah. the let sound Dan, let Dan talk of Bijan on NFL Live. You cannot answer Patrick Mahomes in this, okay? Who? If yes. you could pick any quarterback in the NFL to line up with and go play with, who would it be? Uh, shoot, there's a lot of great quarterbacks. You got to pick one, uh, and you can't say Patrick. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Nice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what, what would that look I'll like? I'll tell you the nice. If you went to Philly, I would pick you to be the offensive rookie of the year because of the zone read. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Love, I mean, along those lines, what was your meeting like with the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. It was great. Um, I mean, with both teams that I was with, you know, just even building relationships with the coaches, um, the, the support staff. The, the GM, uh, even the janitor, like the janitor was super cool too. Yeah. Um, it was like a, a, an awesome visit. Uh, and, and for me, like I pride myself in relationships and building those relationships and, and understanding who people are. Uh, so even when I was at the Eagles, at the, at the Buccaneers and even just talking to other teams as well, uh, it, it's, it's been such a fun, fun process, understanding who those people are and just having a good time throughout the whole, throughout the whole process. But yeah, it was it was a good time there, um, but obviously I can't choose. And yeah. you know, Thursday we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, Bijan, I hope uh, people who have watched your play and become a fan of who you are as a football player can come away even just from this short interview and see a little bit more about who you are as a person. We appreciate you spending the time with us here, yeah. and cannot wait to see you in Kansas City. Congratulations on everything. Good luck, yeah. man. Congrats. All right, Arch. Um, he brought up Jalen Hurts. Um, as the quarterback he wants to play with. Not Dak Prescott, who is the most tenured quarterback for any team in the NFL. Yeah. So when mm. – Yep, sorry about that, man. Mm-hmm. I told you. I think the reason why he <laughs> went Philly was because of the fact that his agent represents the highest-paid player in the league. I think that's why he said it. He's like, oh, well, you know, this is part of the agency, so I need to go ahead and say them. He didn't really want to come out and make people believe that Detroit is the place that he really wants to go. That would be good. Or the Dallas Cowboys. I would love Detroit. Yeah. I, I Again, I would be watching Detroit Lions game. Top five offense. I'll be like, 
All right, I'm gonna roll with that. Yeah, we, we'd all I be like rooting that. for we'd all be rooting for Detroit. I if he goes love there. We know everybody. I'll well, get my son a jersey. Hey. Chip Brown would be the happiest man. Fancy boots. Yep. And we'd be having and Robbie, Lions watch parties. Yeah, no, I, I would love that, actually. I, I, I'm i a Detroit Lions fan because I am played for the Lions, so yep, I, yep. I like the Lions. Gave you a shot. And, uh, hell, paid Rod be longer than any other team there was willing to go. keep me around. So there you go. shout out to the Ford go family. Go ahead, Lions. So I, I'm with you. I would love that. I don't, that's really, what, a six? Six. They got so two they, picks, they have though. the shot. They do got two picks in the yeah, first round. Yeah, but he ain't going to be. He ain't, ain't going to be. For the My point is they may decide, you know, we can move down and maybe get more value and get a Bijan yeah. maybe two picks later or something. But yeah. you're right, did two picks later is Atlanta. Atlanta. So you may, again, <laughs> it goes to Vegas at seven. Yeah, you're right. That, that may be the team. Yep. They that's the team you trade with to get a little bit more value. But if you're gonna draft him at seven, you might as well get him at six. But uh we'll see how the draft ends up playing out. But uh sorry Cowboys fans. I know a lot of you out there did not want to hear that. Uh insider info said this is the worst show y'all have done. This Bijan going to Philly Talk has made me sick. I'm sorry, guys. I know Cowboys <laughs> me fans that would too. hear this. Insider info. Me too. This is a big national story. I'm not, yes. just, I'm not just searching for these clips. I will tell you a reason why Bijan going to the Cowboys is better for Bijan than him going to the Eagles. Give it to me. Because if there is one owner in the NFL who will pay him a sex and contract. Yeah. And there's one owner <laughs> who will like the man that Bijan is and give him millions of dollars to be a cowboy for life. <laughs> that man is Jerry Jones. He's the you're right, it's a great point. He's proven that he'll do it. Hey, we'll and do, do it, it early. Hey, I'm just saying, if you want to say monetarily Jerry Jones may be the best solution for Bijan Robinson. Wow. I will say that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I like Detroit and I do like the possibility of uh, Atlanta drafting BJ. Because I do think Arthur yep. Smith, who's coming from the Tennessee Titans, yes. that that offense, so they had Derrick Henry when they were in their, uh, at their apex, if you will, with Derrick Henry and then Ryan Tannehill, actually when they had A.J. Brown there, they were try, he's going to try to replicate that offense in Atlanta, but with B. John Robinson as his Derrick Henry. So that could be interesting too. But there's no doubt, man, the Philly thing, guys, it's it, he would be playing in Super Bowls. No doubt. You know this. He'd be the best running back in the NFL. So, with that offensive line, he'd immediately be the top running back in the league. Rod, I don't care. I know you don't. I don't. I don't care I about his Super Bowls. I don't care don't. about him being a great human being. I don't want him on Philly. <laughs> I don't want him <laughs> on oh, Philly because oh. the Philly fans would not appreciate him the way he should be. Because the first game he fumbles, he'll be like the texter that was like, "Remember that game against uh, Texas Tech? That's the reason why they lost. Remember that texter? Oh yeah, yeah. that was a texter yeah. who was kind of a. He just didn't. He was very." Critical of Bijan. Yeah, yeah. they're very. Critical. We're not a fan of Bijan. Yeah, I don't, they, yeah. They, they were a fan. They were just really critical of Bijan. It's just we don't. We're, you know, we're not. They don't critical. deserve him. Well, <laughs> I, I'll say this: This is why the Philly thing could be cool, though. You watch Abbott Elementary. Oh yeah, you know he's in Philly. Yes, they have a lot of references to Philadelphia. Oh, they love they put, their fans. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll. I think they have. They tailgated in the park. A parking yeah, lot. Yeah, they love. Yeah, they were charging people to park to there. Eagles, and I guarantee you, they would have like a Bijan Robinson episode. Oh, for sure. They would. Uh, well, I hope they never he get loves that. The kids. I, I hope He's they never. I hope they never get a chance to film that. If they do, it's gonna be of him running through people. <laughs> it's gonna be of him running through people from another team. So come on, Detroit Lions. Come on, Atlanta Falcons, on. and save the Cowboys from a bleak 
very sad and depressing Friday. Save me. If the Eagles <laughs> end up drafting Bijan, because it doesn't even matter who the Cowboys get. No. Nope. It's not going to trump the, for a Cowboys slash Longhorn fans, it's not going to trump the misery of having to watch that guy run downhill on run your Cowboys. Muck. But you know what? <laughs> hey, Dan Quinn's defense, it's hard to run a muck on Dan Quinn's defense. Let me just say that. Yeah. All right, Dan is. Quinn's defense. Like, y'all disrespecting Dan Quinn's defense thinking Bijan is going to run all, all the way down their throat. You know what I mean? Michael Parsons over there. They got yeah. some. They got some. The three-headed they monster got some dogs safety. On there. They got some dogs over there now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Real quick before we get to break here, one other story uh, that we have not really talked about today, and this actually may be good news for the Texans. Maybe it's bad news for the Texans. Uh, we don't know. It's the silly season. The more you hear, the less you know. Apparently, there is a consensus, gentlemen, among the Panthers front office head coach, the decision makers on who the number one pick is going to be. They know. Hmm. Uh, according to, if you know, if you listen to Will Levis, he knows too. Well, the Reddit user, <laughs> what was the Reddit user's yeah, name? Something I, weird. I forget it. I forget. Oh, it was a bunch of numbers. It, it was like it was good a reader or something two eight four nine. I don't know what it was. Something crazy. Uh, but yeah, he apparently that Reddit post said that Will Levis told his family, "I'm gonna be the number one guy." Yep. yep. I pray it is. Oh, come on. Be right, Reddit. Oh, that'd be so amazing. (laughs) Oh, Reddit. Come on, Reddit. Uh, Y'all be so excited about it. I will say, the Texas did get good news that John Machie showed up in his involuntary workouts right now. Recovered from a leukemia diagnosis last year, has come back, is is working out with the team right now. So that is awesome news for the Texans. It's awesome news for him. That is good news. That's great news, actually. Good for him. And the Texans, actually, whoever they bring in at a quarterback, they're going to have upgraded weapons, even though you lost Brandon Cooks. And they brought in some some really talented receivers. I mean, like you get Bryce Young, he played with John Mache. They played together at, at Alabama. Oh, that's you got a yeah. connection there already. I like that. I Come on now. Stop. I like that. Not happening. <laughs> Hard. You want, talk, you want to talk about Bijan of the Eagles? No, again? y'all good. Let's y'all good. Play, y'all play, good. The, y'all play good. audio again. Play, <laughs> about play it again. All right, now we're just joking. All right, we come back. We'll uh, we'll talk about the uh, Sark. Texas Tour, Steve Sarkeesian, head coach of Texas football. He is making the rounds around the state, talking to different Longhorn fan groups. He was in H-Town in Houston, speaking at the Touchdown Club. We have some quotes that we'll kind of sift through uh, and also talk about the home and home with Michigan that has been tweaked just a little bit. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Right here on 1049 The Horn, the midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie on 1049 The Horn. That's when Patrick takes sounds from a soundtrack of a movie that inspired him, plays those selections for Harge and I, and based on the songs that are played, we are together. Clues and hints that lead us to the featured film of the day. Harge got it on the first try, and it's one of his favorite movies, one of my favorite movies, one of our favorite movies, Friday. No doubt. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. Uh, so uh, thanks my man, Patrick. Always working hard. We do have uh, now... Some details on the Wednesday Night Flex coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Yep, yep. Uh, Right here on 104.9. We got the crew, Zach Lucero, uh, The Seed. 
Yep. Had the scene Nolan Hogan. Um, and by the way, Nolan Hogan, he's from a household that they're Texans fans because Aaron Hogan's got Texans ties, or at least the Houston ties. Yep, yep. So uh, they're, 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 their allegiance, all right, to the Texans is uh, something strong in that household. And he came here, the first thing he said when he opened the door, Texans gonna screw it up. <laughs> All he said, did, I he, he didn't said say hi. anything else. He, he say, just opened the door. He said, "Rod, Texans will screw it up." <laughs> <laughs> so the, the scene has been taught well. You can tell what Pops is talking about. That's the right. Household. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows the Texans gonna do, but we're sure they are gonna screw it up. We just don't we know. know it. We ain't gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> we know they gonna do, but we know we're not gonna like it. All right, oh, next text on wide open five one two three three seven three seven seven six. Oh, by the way, shout out to uh, Carrie. Remember we were talking about the texter who was very critical of Bijan after the fumble at Tech. He texted. He said he that was me. That was me. And I simply said they should be drafting the Tech linebacker that stuck him, stood him up, and played to him with a forced fumble that cost the game. Yeah, I, I always said that nope, fumble nope. by Bijan. It was it was the only time I've seen Bijan be tackled that cleanly, and I think Bijan himself was surprised. That's yeah. why he kind of fumbled the ball. He's like, yep. nobody's ever hit me this cleanly. And yeah, he, he didn't even get a chance to spin. He did. No, nope. usually he can kind of fake somebody out. Nobody yep. tackles him cleanly or the yep. first makes I always make the first guy miss. Not that time. Great tackle by that Tech dude. Tech defense. That's what I knew. I was like, Tech defense was going to be much improved, and now they're talking about the Texans might drop them at number two. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I didn't think they, I didn't think they were that improved, but it I guess seemed so. to be. Maybe he was improved. He was. He actually stopped playing with game eight or something. Yeah, he shut it down. He somebody was like, I'm gave, out of there. Yeah, somebody gave him some uh, some advice, some counsel, mm-hmm. and said, uh, yeah, man, you know you're trending toward being a top 15 pick. And he was like, see ya. <laughs> see, see ya. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, Sark is on the road right now. He's uh, having the uh, he's taking the Texas tour, if you will, talking to different fan groups around the state of Texas. And there are uh, different, uh, you know, different groups he'll talk to in Houston. He's talking to the Touchdown Club mm-hmm. in Houston, and he was speaking there, talking about a talking about different topics, a lot of different topics. He revealed this about Arch Manning. I thought it was really interesting, and I got this from Anwar Richardson of Orange Bloods and my man Joe Cook of Inside Texas. They did a really good job of getting some of these quotes. Uh, so uh, he basically revealed, or, uh, sorry, Sark did about Arch Manning that he doesn't have an NIL deal. That Arch Manning's family uh, and Archie Manning himself insisted. That Arch not have an NIL deal until he becomes a college football starter. That's great, great, great leadership. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty good leadership great too, leadership. man. And we've been talking a lot about his influence in the NIL world, and he's basically telling you like, no, he's not coming for the NIL. Remember, I was, I was telling you that the boosters and donors, shout out BMDs, uh, <laughs> telling me that no, Austin, no, University of Texas at Austin wants to be the you know NIL capital of college sports. And then you have you know Sark telling you, yeah, getting Arch Manning, who I think in the NIL rankings is like top five in the country, and him saying, yeah, I know that's a big deal, but he didn't come to Texas for the NIL deals. Yep. That he came to Texas because he loves the university. That is backed up by Joe Cook tweet at Joseph Cook eighty nine, where Steve Sarkeesian says that the morning Arch Manning committed to Texas, he got a text from Cooper Manning. Cooper told Sark, if there's a message to tell the other recruits you are recruiting. It's that Arch Manning is coming to Texas because he loves the University of Texas. He loves the coaches and he loves the program. Mm -hmm. It's not about NIL. He's taken zero money, says Sark, to the touchdown club. There you go. How about that? Hey, keeping keep it posted, man. I love that, man. That's yep. fantastic. So, yeah, until he gets to be the starter, he's not going to have an NIL deal. Uh, and he, his family, they actually support that. They don't want him to have an NIL deal or even be worried about the NIL 
the issue until he's a starting quarterback. So take care of business first before you can actually become a business yourself. Mm. Right? Like like Jay Z said. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sark also was asked about Malik Murphy. Remember last week we played sound of Josh Pate, who is a college football analyst for 247 Sports, and I believe his name is Jesse Simonton. His last name is Simonton. I could have gotten the first name wrong. He is an analyst for On3. They both had a similar conversation when talking about Texas spring game about Malik Murphy and saying, well, Malik Murphy probably and should be a starting quarterback at a power five program right now. And there are a lot of programs that could build around his skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what Sark said about Malik Murphy staying put here in Texas. He said um, he's not surprised Malik Murphy never entered the transfer portal. Steve Sarkeesian said they have a great culture and praised Murphy for being patient and playing behind a QB in high school. Said Murphy is a great young man and awesome teammate. Yep. There you go. And that's somebody that you and I have talked about. Once he got on the field, everybody was going to be like, oh, my goodness, because when you walk into the stadium, you can't help but see him. I mean, he's just that big of a guy. He's that big of a presence. And he is impressive to see. All he needed to do was get on the field, see what would happen. And I knew once everybody got a chance to see him on the field, all the conversations was going to happen. Oh, my gosh. We need to get him in the field. We need to get him on the game. Why is he not playing? Can he challenge Quinn Ewers and, and Arch Manning? But he was sitting there being patient, waiting his time, and once he got it, he wanted everybody to see the conversation. Dude is talented. We talked about his arm from day one. We saw it during his recruitment. There were some things that he needed to work on. It looks like he worked on them, and he cleaned them up. And he's, he's impressive. And he's available. And right? he The is number available. one ability is availability. He wasn't even available to practice. He was dealing yep. with an injury. Um, I do think that Arch Manning discussion, all the, the hype about Arch Manning, I do think it motivated him to say, well, why is everybody talking about Arch Manning? I'm here. I'm, yep. the, I'm the guy. What, what's going on? And I went out, he went out there and showed everybody during the spring game. And I also think Malik Murphy, just me psychoanalyzing Malik Murphy, the player, the football character. I think, And this is, by the way, this is guys I want on my team. This is the dog mentality you got to have on your team if you want to compete for championships. There's got to be something in him saying, I'm just as good as Quinn Ewers. Yep. I don't really get all the hype that I don't get the grade of him being the you know, highest graded player uh, at this position in modern recruiting. If he is, then they should have graded me higher. Yep. I'm just as good. And if he doesn't perform consistently and he has a couple of down games or gets hurt, by the way, going back to 1999, there only been six seasons where Texas has had a quarterback start every game. All right, yep. for the Longhorns. So there's a good plan, good chance Malik's, Malik's going to play at one point. Hopefully it's not because of injury. Correct. Uh, and I don't want it to be because of performance, but if that does happen, and like I said, the odds are that he'll get a chance to play at one point, Malik Murphy's probably thinking to himself, I'm not relinquishing this job. Right. I'm going to go out there and I'm perform at such a high level, and I'm going to perform like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I'm going to, I'm going to make it. Extremely tough, almost impossible for the coach to bench me at that point. Right, I'm going to take ownership of the job. It's going to be a real issue. That he's thinking that. Yep, he won't admit it to y'all. And right, but he's thinking so. that because I wouldn't recruit a quarterback who wasn't thinking like that. Yeah, I don't want you on my team if you ain't thinking about taking or a that player guy's job. like that. Yeah, I want everybody. Right. That everybody same is in that same thought and process. I, I guarantee he's thinking, well, I'm going to take this damn job during the season and watch, watch this. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> uh, and if he doesn't, you know what? It's it's fine too. That means Quinn Ewers had a great season yep. and played the whole year. So I'm I'm hoping And we'll for- probably be leaving <laughs> anyway because he's gonna go to the draft. That could be true too. If he goes out there and has a great year. 
that's a that's a and that means point. that Texas is headed to a bowl game, a big one, New Year's Day. So ideally, you're hoping you never really have to see Malik. Um, Thank and, you. And when you do, if you do see Malik, uh, then you know he's going to showcase his talent, and you're hoping you have a first world problem. Then what? In everybody's the wide like, world of sports yours looks like he's a first round pick, and now you got this other guy looking like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Yes. What you gonna do, Sark? It's like first world problems. Yep, I love these <laughs> I'll take problems. It, yeah. That's right. I love right. more money, more problems. Because remember where we day. were before. Come on now. Yes. Yeah, we all remember that. Yes. yes. Remember Alabama sat Jalen Hurts and put in Tua and won a national championship. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's nice to have those problems. <laughs> Exactly. I'll take it all day, every day, and, and twice wasn't on Sark, Sunday. Wasn't Sark on that staff? He probably uh, was. Uh, I think you're right. That's like the I was at that game, but I couldn't remember because he, he was with Atlanta there. from 17 and 18, two years, and then 19 went to Bama. Yep. I so I think you're right about yeah. that. Uh, okay, uh, we come back. We'll get. Uh, we'll wrap this thing up. Put it never. Also, give you some details on the Wednesday night flex right here on Ball Don't Lie, one hundred four nine the Horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's good. That all right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. Uh, if you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Remember, tomorrow we'll be out and about amongst the people. We'll be at the uh, Pluckers, the link location for our draft day party. This is starting up there. Ball Don't Lie from 3 to 6. And then we'll head out to our individual draft day parties at the local area Pluckers. Hard to stay at the link location. I'll be at South Lamar. Patrick will be at the West Campus Rio Grande location. Uh, Ty, uh, my man uh, Ty and Chad Hastings will be at the research location. Oak Hill, that's E. Hogan. Lakeline, that's Zay. And Round Rock will be my man Wax. All right, uh, what you got on tap, Arch? I'm going to watch some basketball tonight. Hopefully the Lakers can close this thing out. Got a parlay on it. Hope Eee. they go ahead and win this thing. What you got on tap, Patrick? Basketball, De'Aaron Fox is playing because he's a dog. Oh, got that dog <laughs> in him. Uh, also, we got the Flex coming up next. Uh, we'll have Stony Point uh, basketball player Josiah Mosley and St. Michael's quarterback and FAU signee Carson Kruver. Remember the revolution I be telling about. We're talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.